Hello, welcome to CB Singles Club. January and we've got some new singles to uh, have a listen to. I'll introduce the gang. It's uh, Al. Hiya. It's Chris. Hello. And Nick. Rock on. <laughs> and of course me, Will. So this being CB Singles Club, it should be no surprise to you that we are talking about this week's singles and no one, just no one, would have tuned in expecting a Lonely Hearts Club. That would be just ridiculous. Okay, so let's get into it. Chris, what have you got for us? I've gone for Here Comes the Sun by Bill Wirtz. Chose it for two reasons. It had a kind of zingy neon cover, which I quite liked. And also it just sounded like a cheery song, and I think we all need a bit of cheering up at the moment. Here Comes the Sun seemed, seemed like a good sentiment for um, these dark days. Absolutely. So yeah, it sounds a bit like this. Here comes the sun. works here comes the sun yeah kind of enjoyed that there was quite a lot going on instrumentally and just the way it was all kind of arranged didn't quite know where it was going yeah i think i think they call it jazz fusion well it felt a little bit kind of freeform jazz didn't it i'm not sure it was intended to be it sounded like a tv soundtrack or a cartoon soundtrack or something i'm just wondering if it was written to go with something he was a kind of video artist first, or a video documentary maker, and his uh, his music is accompanied by his own um, his own videos. It felt very shambolic the first time, as if he just chucked everything at it. And it does kind of I'm not quite sure it does hang together as a coherent song. It seems to be about five songs there, all kind of chopped together. But yeah, thought it was quite interesting. What did you think? Well, you've been very quiet now. I've just listened to it um, on YouTube and he has four and a half million subscribers and oh, you know, no. the video's only been up for three days and it's already got more than three million views. So this is a guy with a following, so good luck to him. The song's a mess though. <laughs> Structurally, it's just a, a succession of loops as far as I can tell, just like finding something different for every moment. And it's to the point where it's, I don't know, you could barely call it music because nothing repeats ever. And I think that repetition aspect is part of what makes music music. Maybe I'm wrong about that. The refrain, here comes the sun, repeats at the very oh, least. Oh yeah, I mean, the, the, the vocal melody and, and whatever does repeat, but it's the music behind it. It's just, it's an utter mm. shambles. I mean, there's a, there's a nice song in there. Uh, I'm not saying it's terrible. And each time I've listened to it, I've thought it was a bit better than the previous times, but it's just so busy and just... Uh, it, it, it's just a, it's a shambles um, it's a pity because it's a nice cheerful song and you know I like the positivity of it I like that you know he's celebrating I mean I guess it's a response to the last year and us being shut away indoors by ourselves and so from that point of view I like it but not my cup of tea but it's not aimed at likes of me right I mean you know I'm a middle aged man and this is aimed at youngsters on YouTube so good luck to him he seems to be doing well for himself wouldn't like to try and dance to it I'd love to try and dance to it <laughs> no <laughs> though uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> at the end I, I, of the night. You know? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. When I listened to it, I kind of thought that I can either go two ways here. I can just go, what in the blue blazes is this? Or I can take it seriously. And I kind of decided to take it seriously. And it felt a little bit like they might be giants in a strange, weird way. Mm, yeah. But I did like it. And I, I, I disagree with it being a shambles. I think that's what sort of jazz fusion is supposed to be like. So I, I quite liked it. I'm not sure I would go out and buy it. But he doesn't need me, clearly. I think he's probably doing all right. <laughs> he probably is. Because it seemed to meander in all sorts of funny directions, that's why I thought it might have been a score for something. I listened to it on Spotify and wondered if I was missing a visual that might make it make more sense, but apparently not. There is a visual with it. I wouldn't say it helps it make any more sense. (laughs) Okay. No. But I think that's part of its charm. I like its unexpected nature. You don't really know where it's going. You know, I agree it's not a conventionally constructed song, but for for all its um, rambling, unhinged nature, uh, I quite like it. Yeah, I don't know. It just it all seems just a bit hyperactive to me. It's like you need to have a bit of a sit mm. down and have a, a think about what he's doing in advance rather than just making it up as it goes along, which is what it sounds like he's done. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. But as I say, I'm not the intended audience. I'm glad that you guys like it. I'm not sure I do. Well, I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not talking to you. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just fighting my corner. He's my man. I've. I've pulled him out of the pile this week. I'm sticking yeah. up for my choice. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, okay, let's move on. Um, Al, what have you got for us? Yeah, the uh, the song I've chosen for this week is called Overshaders Anonymous, and it's by Wild Pink. Let's listen to it. So despite what you might think, um, they're not actually from way out west somewhere. They're actually from New York City, Wild Pink, which is not a very New York kind of sound to uh-huh. that song, I don't think. That song, Overshares Anonymous, is the lead single from their third album, which is called A Billion Little Lights, gets released next month. I thought it was all right. I didn't love it. I don't know. I, I don't know what I expected from this. I, I was expecting something that sounded like Hot Chip or something like that. Uh, I wasn't expecting something that sounded like Tom Petty. That's exactly what it sounded like. It, it does, doesn't it? I mean, can I ask firstly why you why you chose this track out of the three hundred odd releases from this week? What what drew you to it? I liked the name of the song "Overshaders Anonymous." I thought it was a pretty good name. I thought a band called Wild Pink. As I say, I was expecting something cool in a sort of Hoxton hipster kind of a way. <laughs> But we were you disappointed. Which I mean, maybe maybe that is the kind of people they are because they are from New York, New York after all. But um, yeah, as I say, I mean, it, it sounds a lot like Tom Petty, especially the start of it, yeah. and it's okay. But the, it's just the overall sound of it is very bland. The drums aren't very good on it; they don't sound good, and it's very flat. And I feel that it's just lacking dynamics. You know, it should get bigger. That that the outro section on it is almost fantastic, but it's just a bit sort of flat and. Renders the whole thing to seem a little bit dull. I think there's a good band in here, possibly. And I say it's the third album, so maybe they've got mm. some slightly raw earlier stuff that I would like more. But hey, I don't dislike it. You know, I think it's a pretty good song. Except that there's that weird bit at the end of the first verse where the singing stops and then nothing happens for two bars. 
you know, the music just continues doing nothing. And then the sort of pre-chorus bit comes in. That bit fazed me a little bit. I don't know if it bothered anyone else. Yeah, I was furious. Well, the bit about nothing happens, that kind of summed up the song for me. Well, see, I think that's, I think there's a lot of interesting stuff there, but I think it gets buried by the, the general dullness, yeah. I mean, it was about five minutes long as well. That that last minute and a half of outro, instrumental outro, was just just wanted to turn it off. That was in case anybody was making a film with a road trip theme, if they needed some music. So I think that's why it went on a bit long. I think that's the best bit. <sighs> you don't like music, Chris. It's a bit weird. That's not what I'm saying. Would you not rather just have a poetry club? <laughs> if something interesting had happened musically during that, minute and a half outro then yeah great bring it on but it just didn't do anything in that last third that it hadn't done in the first two thirds and it didn't really do much in the first two thirds you're absolutely wrong about that the the layering of the instrumentation is really really good it just lacks a dynamic it doesn't get bigger because the drums are so flat it's part of the problem that after bill works anything's just going to seem a bit dull by comparison (laughs) nick I quite liked it um, because it sounded a little bit Tom Petty-ish. <laughs> I, I quite like that country rock, heartland rock type thing, although it did plod a little bit as it went along. No, it was okay. Well, it won't surprise you then, guys. I loved it. Ooh. <laughs> I really did like it. Um, it's a good road trip song, and I don't think it's disingenuous to maybe um, say there's a little bit of Paul Simon, especially in the way mm. the the lyrics are performed i get your point about it being potentially dull as dishwater but um at the same time i kind of really liked it i actually was, was when we were listening to it just i was doing air drums to it that's how much i like well it might be an improvement on the actual drums <laughs> <laughs> that's unfair that is unfair i suspect the program rather than played I was interested enough that I would go and investigate them further, I think. I am going to go and investigate them further. Yeah, I'm interested in them, for sure. But really, that of all the hundreds of tunes that are out there that we haven't discovered, do you think it's worth diving further into that? Well, I haven't listened to any of the others. I'm, I'm certainly not yeah. going to listen to Bill Wirtz again, but... What are you hoping to find when you dig a little deeper into... Well, just some, you know, something in a similar vein that's just executed a bit better. Something that sounds a bit less like uh, Pro Tools and sounds a bit more like a band... Uh, playing in a big hall that would be good i wish you well on your journey <laughs> yeah i mean you know might hate everything else, everything else i've ever done but I, I hear enough in this to give them a chance and just see what else they've done nick nick what have you got for us i'm very excited oh well i'm sure you will be excited when you hear it it's um benny sings and um the song's called nobody's fault i chose it because i like the the picture on the webpage, he looked suitably adult and that kind of appealed. I have no idea who he is. Should we have a listen? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do it. Hey, Danny. Benny Sings, who it turns out is Dutch and has had some success. Apparently he's released six records, has had some international success. His last album came out last year called City Pop. 
I'm reading from the Spotify uh, artist profile. It says that some people labelled his music as lo-fi Disney hip-hop songs. However, he's he's done some producing work with Anderson Pack and John Mayer, the Free Nationals. Who, John Mayer, interesting. Yeah, he seems to have been doing pretty well for himself. He had a, apparently a big hit called Loving Is Easy with an English artist called Rex Orange County which has had over 20 million uh, YouTube streams and close to 300 million streams on Spotify and went platinum in America. So, yeah, he's doing okay. He's also had some of his music on various TV shows on HBO and Netflix and things. Yeah, so quite commercial success. And I really quite enjoyed that, I must admit. It made me think of the Bee Gees, actually. Yes, Um, definitely. Yeah. When I when I watched the video on YouTube at the beginning, he's got this kind of strut going as well. I really like the video. Yeah, it's cool. It does have that a kind of infectious beat, and the video really is referring to that quite a lot, isn't it? With the, um, yeah, yes, it's, it's dunking the tea bag <laughs> <Yes>. in time. <laughs> the metronome, yeah, just <laughs> great. That's a great tune for dancing your way around the kitchen of a morning. Yes, for dunking your tea bag indeed. That's it was very like smooth, wasn't it? It almost it had that kind of almost sort of yacht rock feel to it. That kind of yeah. jazzy, kind of very smooth sort of it was doing something weird with his voice, wasn't yeah, it? Kind so of singing through a vocodery thing, wasn't it? But yeah, I quite liked it. Had a certain groove to it. Wasn't what I expected Benny sings to uh, sound like. Look, seeing his um, <laughs> rather airy visage on his on the on the on the singles cover. But yeah. There are a few other voices there, I think. It wasn't just Benny singing, was it? It was Benny and a few of his um, pals singing along, clearly. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, who definitely. They're... Yeah, there, there's some female singers in there. But, back in but Benny voices. sang, there's no question. <laughs> Benny did sing, yeah. Benny yes. sang, yeah. yeah no, he and can Benny sing. can sing. He can carry a tune. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was, I liked it. I mean, it was economical. It was about three minutes long. It felt about right. It didn't overstay its welcome. A good definitive ending, which is always a bonus. I, I really liked it. I was looking at the um, album cover or the, the the single cover and i was transfixed with it how bad it was and how good it was and how <laughs> it, it it wasn't about being perfect it was just you know okay i'm gonna lean against the piano take the photograph yeah i don't care what's behind yeah that's done done and i kind of like that i did like that it was more about the music this is a man that's hanging a jumper over his shoulders in the video. He's clearly not necessarily a style icon. <laughs> doesn't seem to care about those kind of things. Good for him. Yeah, absolutely good for him. Yeah. It was very accomplished, wasn't it, really? Yeah. That's what I'd call it. Yeah. Well done, Benny. Nice singing. Benny well brought it. I thought that was really good. What it reminded me of was uh, Doobie Brothers' What a Fool Believes. It's not as Ooh, good as that, yes. but it's, you know, a similar vein. And just that 70s white boy soul kind of thing. Yeah, I think they kind of nailed it. It's a good tune. I found myself bobbing my head along every time. And that's got to be a good thing, right? Really infectious beat. Benny Sings, good name as well. Do you think that's his real name? Is it nominative determinism at work here or what? Sadly, it's not his real name. What did you just say? Is it nominative determinism at work? I've never heard of that. It's where you end up doing like a job that you're, is described by your name. So Benny Sings, for example. Tim Van Berkusgen. So it's not a surprise he changed it to Benny Sings. Ah. I wonder why he's gone for Benny. That sounds like it's a Dutch mouthful. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, that's a winner. like that one a lot. Excellent. Awesome. So um, I guess we have the final offering for this week. 
And that's my choice. It's an artist called Alice Gas. She's from Denton, Texas. And uh, her song, Baloney. gas baloney so i think you've all got the question in your minds about why did i pick this one and the answer is it's just random stuff and that's what i'm doing with these um singles and just going where that takes me so what is this it's euro trash meets k-pop meets alvin and the chipmunks it borders on the annoying and yet and yet to me i can see or feel that there's a, a grunge subversion going on there it's a Salinger-esque rejection of phonyism. And I get that from the lyrics more than the tune itself. I really like it. But I'll leave it for you guys to say what you think. Al? Um, it's ironic hipster junk. Utter rubbish. No value whatsoever to it. <laughs> but at least it was short. <laughs> You're talking about my response to it or the song itself? <laughs> Well, both. Neither outstayed their welcome. Wow. Yeah, it's not aimed at me, I don't think, is it? Not quite sure who it's aimed at. Can you dance to that? It gets insanely fast in the middle section. I'm not sure I'm going to be dancing to it. Although I quite liked it. It went on a little bit. Suddenly it started to appeal slightly, but I've listened to it a couple of times now, and that's probably going to be enough. I enjoyed it more than Wild Pink. And I enjoyed it more than Bill Wurtz, I think. Wow. Yeah, I enjoyed it more than Bill Wurtz. I was interested, actually, when you said that she was from Denton, Texas, because that seems apparently is a sort of indie music hotbed in America these days. And I was talking last week about a band I'd been listening to called Midlake, who are from Denton, and I'd been watching a movie of a live concert they'd done there and apparently they have an annual music festival there's quite a apparently an interesting music scene there whether alice gas is part of that though i don't know well that was a short one i guess i guess there's nothing else to be said about alice gas well she has a an album that she brought out in 2019 called um sorry for being famous which i had a listen to and there's a little bit more substance to some of the tunes on that but I've got a funny feeling that Al, um, Chris and Nick, you're not going to be diving in there anytime soon. No. No, probably not. Life is too short to be short. chasing down more at Alice Gas, I think. <laughs> I'd really like the 10 minutes of my life that I spent listening to that song back, if I'm honest. But... I think you should listen to it again. But the thing is, it's just a tick list of, of EDM cliches. It's so ironic. I hate irony. I don't hate things that are naturally ironic, you know? I hate people being ironic deliberately. Have the courage of your actual convictions. Try and do something that's good because it's good rather than do something that's bad and then pretending you meant it that way. It just makes me angry. It doesn't make me angry. That's a total exaggeration. <laughs> I was being ironic. I don't think that it's subversive in any way. I think it's boring. But remember, we're probably 20, 30 years older than Alice Gas. Maybe that's just what the kids like nowadays without any irony. Doesn't make it right, Chris. 
See, I don't think this is aimed at the kids. I think this is aimed at, like, millennials. But then, you know, maybe I got that completely wrong. Maybe I'm just so old now that I just don't know what's happening anymore. Get off my lawn. I'm going to close the close the door on this one and lock the door and never bother you with it ever again. Okay, so we've got four, four tunes this week. What's your favourite, Chris, out of what? those four tunes? Which one kind of rung your bell the mostest? Uh, to, to be honest... None of them, but the one that came closest to ringing my bell, I think, was Benny Sings. Oh. Yeah, Benny Sings is the best song. I think Wild Pink stylistically could end up being the one I'd like most out of the four. But then, you know, I'm being optimistic that they've done stuff that I'd like more than that. And I'm not really sure why. But yeah, Benny Sings, easily. It's the best tune. Yeah. Nick? Benny Sings for me, definitely. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to be strutting around the house later. <laughs> uh, no, I'm I'm obviously out of phase again because um, the Wild Pink tune um, "Overshare is Anonymous" um, was my favourite. The thing is with uh, Benny Sings, I wasn't sure whether he was being authentic. It was a great great tune, really well put together. But I'm not wasn't sure about the authenticity of it. If you turned out at the Clash or something, I thought Benny Sings was certainly authentic. Yeah, no, I, I think it could have been, but that's the thing. It could have been, and I wasn't sure. That's all. I'm having to defend myself this his, week. His so. single artwork suggested a lack of artifice, certainly. Mm, uh, or, or the other way round. Yeah, I see. Oh, yeah. I see where it's coming from. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> It's all about the way we perceive things to be real or meant, whether it's authentic, I suppose. And I disagree with what you're saying about Benny's things, but yeah, I can, I can see where you're coming from at the same time. I mean, you might be right. But I thought the irony of Alice Gas was much more in your face. Does it have to be authentic? Do we dismiss Bowie because he put on a new persona for every yeah. album that he produced? You have to be committed to it. But, but that, that commitment can sometimes be like, oh my God, I'm so authentic. Right, are we going to wrap this up, boyfriends? Yeah. This was CB Singles Club, and I'm going to go away and cry in my sleep because the other three, I felt, ganged up on me. Oh. No more. That's no nice. more. That's it now. Thanks for anyone out there who's listening to this, and goodbye, and goodbye. Bye-bye. Cheer bye. Cheer bye. Sorry, Will. Sorry, Will. I'm kidding. Come back, Will. <laughs> we love you. I was kidding. Yes, yeah, so it was I. I said we love you. <laughs>